Welcome to the Spiritual Life Pals Morning Walk Talk, where the quality is authentic and the conversations are genuine and spontaneous. On our walks, you may hear birds chirping, cars honking, or a friendly person saying hello. This is our way of setting the tone and getting our energies right for the rest of our day. So join us, Spiritual Life Pals, if that sounds fun to you, on our morning walk. What is up, Spiritual Life Pals? I just figured I'd try that out. I don't think it worked. didn't work for me. didn't sound good to me. (laughs) So what's up, everybody? Uh, Everyone. Yesterday, or was it yesterday? Two days ago, I feel like I left a little meat on the bone. I talked about bad people. Bad people. Um, And I want to clarify something. In my opinion, are there bad people? No. Uh, In my opinion, are there good people? No. The way I see it is bad people are unconscious people. Not in the sense that they're walking around sleeping, but they're completely oblivious to the realization of who they are. And and there's nothing uh, more karmic than that. When you're completely asleep to the fact that you are one with everything and, 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 and everyone and a fraction of the universe and that you are a part of the universe, you will act as if you are important. And I'm not saying that not everyone is important because everybody is here. Therefore, they are, which to me means there's nothing that's more beautiful than that. The fact that you're here, living, expressing your life the way you choose that's beautiful but if you choose to take that life and identify as this separate being from everyone else in your essence say you're atheistic and you don't believe that there is god you don't believe any of that stuff that's fine but you're gonna create karmic responses because of that There's going to be a karmic creation because of that. When you live identified as the body, you are subject to its limitations. When you identify as not even necessarily the soul, but when you identify as the consciousness that is within you, there's no physical limitations. As far as I'm concerned, if I were to wake up and not make it to the end of the day, something happens and I pass away, I don't, that doesn't keep me up at night because I don't identify as the body. If that happens, it's going to happen eventually. Whether I'm okay with it or not, it happens to everyone, believe it or not. It happens to everything that is in the physical plane. 
Now, do bad people or do unconscious people go to hell? And I think that the the really plain and simple answer is they're in hell right now when they're alive. Heaven is within you, and also, is, so is hell. If you're living in fear, then you're living in hell. What could be done in this location called hell that would be worse than putting yourself through suffering in life and not knowing it? My whole thing was, is if I'm in hell, like when I die, if I go to hell, well, first of all, as soon as I'm there, I instantly know that the opposite must be real. So I'm instantly going to pray to something, someone. If it's too late, it's too late. But what's weird about that to me is if I find peace and and I don't identify as the, the body here, why wouldn't I be able to do that if I'm in hell also? So you can torture the body, but you can't torture me who I am in essence. That part of me is, it never ages. It feels the same in me now when I'm 30 as it did when I was 10. It's this like lifeless, and, I, and I've talked to other people, like my dad, who's uh, in his 50s, he says that's the same thing, that part inside of you that doesn't age. It's it's the the consciousness inside of you. It's ageless. Now, your body might get worn down, but that never will. So, do good people go to heaven? No. Not this place after you die where you're living in the clouds. And This is my opinion, but... No, that heaven is right now. Heaven is the present moment. Taking your thoughts and realizing that they're just thoughts. They don't mean anything until you give them your energy, your attention. And when you no longer have thoughts, you can when you can live without thought, oh, what a blessing. You don't have to worry. There's no worry. If you're not thinking, you're not worrying. There's no stress. If you're not thinking, you're not stressed. You can just be here now. But bad people aren't bad in the sense of like, sure, what they're doing is causing harm either to themselves or others. But in the grand scheme of things, they're just acting out what it's like to be an unconscious human. And therefore, I don't have the right to judge that person for doing something, quote unquote, bad. Do I get to decide if what they're doing is bad? No. What they're doing is reaping a result. And the result is probably going to be something that they don't necessarily want. And it's going to create a karmic response. In the sense of, if you act out of fear, you will create more fear in your life. And bullying, don't tell me that bullying isn't fear. Bullying in any sort 
is fear. Why would you put somebody else down? The only reason to ever put somebody else down is because of your own inferior aspects of yourself. Belief it, the belief in the inferior aspects of yourself. You bring someone else down to put yourself up. Otherwise, there's no reason to bring someone else down. You're driving down the road and someone cuts in front of you or does something that you say is stupid. Well, when you say, you stupid idiot, why did and you flip them off? Like, did that make you feel better? Maybe. But it's because you put them down to lift yourself up. We notice the things in others that we hate the most about ourselves. And when you realize that and you start noticing that about yourself, you start to learn a lot about yourself. I hate when people aren't patient. Guess what? I have a very impatient self, ego. I hate when people do stupid things. Guess what? I fear when people find out the stupid things that I do. When I live the dualistic world of the physical life, I become subject to it. When you can transcend it and live the spiritual life or the awakened life is a scary term because people say they're walking around woke right now all the time. And <sighs> woke is a, a strange term. It just means that they are aware of what hurts other people unless of course if it hurts the people that they're trying to shame then they're not so aware or they think that because other people are are not forming to their view of reality then they don't deserve to have love or acceptance it's the whole like you can take a look at um, the political problem that's going on all around the world. You have the far left, you have the far right. Is either of them right? Who knows? But they're definitely going to reap a result. Somewhere in the middle is probably going to be the least karmic response from the universe. Somewhere in the middle will not cause the disturbance that you get from both far ends. The problem is when one side pulls further and tries to be more left, the right side pulls further their way and tries to show you how you're wrong and try to make more right. And then because of that, the left says, well, that was ignorant. And now look at all the people you've hurt. Let's pour harder, like pull harder this way. It's this rubber band effect. And when you do that, you have to pull, like you, if you identify as somewhere in the middle, you seem like you're somebody who stands for nothing, so you fall for everything. But which side is bad? Which side is good? Depends on your perspective. And believe it or not, your perspective isn't the perspective. You just get to embody your personal self. If someone were to tell you, I know what you can do so that you'll only have good experiences. Focus your attention on love and peace and all that stuff and 
you'll only find that throughout your day. My question would be, does that mean you just took away everyone else's free will that comes into contact with you? I do believe that there's resonance. And if you're in a peaceful state, in a loving state, in an accepting state, people that come into contact might feel that. But that does not by any means imply that they are now incapable of still acting out of unconsciousness. Learning to accept people for who they are and what they're doing doesn't necessarily have to be all that important. You just have to realize that if they're doing something that you perceive as bad, then they're going to reap the consequences of that. I'm not just talking about in the like they're going to go to jail or something like that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you are aligned with negativity, you're going to receive and perceive negativity and and hatred and all that stuff in your experience. Therefore, you're going to be living your own personal hell. You attack others, you will perceive attacks in your experience everywhere around you. That's what you'll see on a daily basis. When you focus yourself on on acceptance and, and love, that's what you'll see in your experience. You can see anything, any event with a loving eye. As soon as something negative occurs, bad occurs, you then see the potential for love to respond from it. I just don't think that good or bad has any real meaning. There's Everything is going to deliver a result. Now, if the results that you're receiving in your life aren't what you are hoping for, stop doing what you're doing and try doing something else. As a matter of fact, focus on who you're being and then the doing will come from that. Put yourself in a place of acceptance, presence, love peace and tranquility, gratitude and appreciation. Bring yourself to that state, and then your actions and thoughts will come in accordance with that feeling from inside of you. And if your thoughts are the ones that are holding you back, because they're really hard to change because of this habitual uh, thought process that most of us have, which is negative, because we grow up hearing no like a thousand times a day and yes, like 10. So we, we're so conditioned to the negative side of things. When you start looking at life from a positive perspective, when you start saying things that you do want to happen instead of what you don't want to happen, it's weird. You start to perceive things in a more positive light. It's because your actions, thoughts, words, they will have a karmic consequence that will make you see more of that in your experience. So if someone is suffering, it's because that's what they feel inside is suffering. They see suffering because they feel suffering. If you see someone who's a naturally uh, happy person, 
and they notice all the good in things, that's probably someone you want to hang around because they probably see that or feel that inside, and that's why they see it in their surroundings. If you're someone who's listening to this and you're like, I do notice a lot of fear and all that stuff, it's not a bad thing to notice it. But if you're dwelling on it, that's another thing. If you're focusing your attention on just the negative things, that's another thing. The universe doesn't have this, it doesn't have this capability to do this, but it's almost like the universe doesn't know the word not, don't, won't. It only takes affirmative statements. So if you're to say like, don't think of a pink elephant. First thing that pops in your head is a pink elephant. So it's when you're when you're raising a child, if you don't want them to throw like my my kid, I love her to death. She throws her cup on the floor like every time we're eating, like a hundred times. Um, but she's getting so much better. And I believe that part of the reason of that isn't because we yell at her every time she throws it on the floor. We say, keep your cup in your tray, on your tray. Now, to me, when I say that to her, and she doesn't necessarily even understand words yet, but as she's getting it, she's going to have the image of herself keeping her cup in her tray. If I were to say, don't throw your cup on the floor, what does she see in her head? Throwing her cup on the floor. If she reaches up and she slaps me, I don't say, do not hit me and then slap her back. That's for a different conversation, I suppose. But I say, please be nice. And then I take her hand and I just kind of like pat my face like, oh, good dad. Because I'm good. <laughs> but you get the point. Nice dad. Right? If you say don't do something or I don't want something and you focus on what you don't want in life, hello, it will come. Because even though you think that you're not focusing on it because you say I don't want it, when you say that you can't help but focus on it and that focus and attention is what it what is what um entrains your vibration, your physical vibration. And that's what you'll see in your in your environment. Now, real quick, um, I mentioned heaven and hell and and my perspective on things that uh, or where you go when you die and, and all that stuff. It's obviously I don't know, um, but my feeling is everyone has a vibration to them. And you can feel it in a lot of people. If someone's very negative and you walk into a room, you can feel the heaviness that comes with that person. So it's like their their energetic field has a certain vibration. And when that person passes, they're no longer subject to their physical form, but they are subject to the the vibration that they left their form in. And then when it travels to another realm, I think it's like a filter almost. Like if if you were a homicidal maniac and you and and you were um, very negative and fearful and angry and and that's what you vibrate at, then when you pass, your I guess you'd call it your soul can only go through so many layers, and then it'll end up probably back in a place like Earth where there's great opportunity to overcome 
the self. Ample opportunity. A lot of suffering that you can experience to get to the point where you can accept the fact that you don't actually know much of anything. And then when you do that, you're opening up the door for suffering to stop. Then we have our saviors like Buddha, Krishna, Jesus Christ, Muhammad. Um, but when you pass, I think that you go to a place that is in accordance with your vibration when you left. Let's for a second pretend that the words good and bad didn't exist. All that you're left with is the feeling left behind, the energetic imprint from the things that people say, do, and think. Now, let's say, actually, to be clear, the things people say don't necessarily have an energetic imprint. It's the intention behind what they say that I believe is what you feel from somebody. For instance, if I say, I love you, it can make you feel a certain way, which would be different than if I were to say, I love you. Or if I were to say, hello, as opposed to, hello, there's a big difference. And it's the intention behind the word that has the energetic feeling to it. So for taking away good and bad, when someone or you does something that makes you feel off, out of alignment, then you know it was probably unconscious or just simply out of alignment with who you are. Maybe if someone who is a very negative person sees puppy dogs and kittens giving kisses and people saying, oh, I love you, and rubbing their faces up against it, it makes them feel sick. That's just because who they are isn't in alignment with those with that. It doesn't mean that they're wrong to think that way. It's just not who they are. Now, the reason they probably don't find that stuff uh, attracting or or loving might be because their ego is taking them away from who they truly are. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Although I will say it's hard to see dogs and kittens and not feel some sort of awe way about them. And I'm not even a, a big animal guy, but something about puppies and kittens. Adorable. Anywho, I've also often found it weird um, that when someone does something loving, accepting, um, even if they like sacrifice their life for somebody else, it brings about this feeling of love within yourself. And that feeling feels good. It feels I know I said don't I don't like using the word bad and good, but it feels positive, right? It feels right. 
it feels like you're in alignment with who you are. You want to know if you're out of alignment with your source, the source within you? How do you feel on a normal day? Do you feel gross? Do you feel angry? Do you feel judging? Do you feel anxious? Worried? Maybe if that's your normal state of being, it might be beneficial for you to take some attention away from your thoughts and see where that takes you. If you can't take your attention away from your thoughts, one of the best lessons that I've learned from Eckhart Tolle is ask yourself what your next thought will be. And then that presence that's sitting there waiting for the next thought, if you could just get a glimpse of it, it's so powerful. To be able to be without thought is one of the greatest gifts, which I just find so funny because when we have kids, we just want them to learn words. But obviously with words comes thought and it's like we're we're teaching them <laughs> exactly what I don't want to do necessarily all the time, which is think involuntarily. Thinking just occurs like spontaneously, constantly throughout the day. It's, it's like you can't stop it. And the only way to bring yourself back to the present moment is to find the gaps in the stream of thought, to bring yourself to right now, notice the thoughts, but don't necessarily buy into them. But most of the time I am bought into whatever thoughts are going on until I find the present moment. And that's like what we're doing with our kids is we want them to think for themselves. But with that, naturally, will come suffering. But that's not a bad thing. Bad. It's not bad. It just is. With that, with thoughts, although it may lead to suffering, it may also lead to salvation. And if it does lead to suffering... They're always the present moment away from peace, salvation. And wouldn't it be cool if we could teach our kids to think, to use thought as a tool and not as a default narration to their world? If you look in front of you, you see a car going by, you don't have to say, there's a car going by. You know, because you've learned that the car is a car and it's obviously going by. But for some reason, our thought seems to have this necessity to, to narrate our reality. And when you buy into that narration, that's when you start to suffer and you start to be um, held subject to past beliefs and and when you acknowledge that sometimes the thoughts aren't right, although we all love to think that we're always right, but we can't always all be right. So when you are able to acknowledge that your thoughts aren't true, that'll go a long way towards helping you realize that you don't have to listen to your thoughts and that you can, you can have a conversation most of us do without thinking about your response prior to responding. 
You don't have to think about your response. Most of us, when we're in a conversation, while the other person's talking, we are thinking about our response or how it relates to us or all about us. Have you ever listened to somebody just to listen to them without taking your perspective into account? Just listen to them? Have you ever done that? I hadn't done that until I was probably 28 years old. I didn't know that that was a thing. I thought when someone else was talking, naturally, I was supposed to be thinking the whole time. But you're not listening if you're thinking. Your attention can only be in one spot. So is it listening or is it thinking? You might be going back and forth really fast. Have you ever talked to somebody who actually listened to you? Didn't offer advice when you were done. Just listened to you. I know that I've had that experience before. And when I was done, I felt silly. Like as if what I just said didn't actually really matter that much. That I was just venting. And that all goes back to good and bad. Who gets to decide? Is what you do good, what you deem good, good? Or is what you deem bad, is that bad? I'm not saying don't ever think of anything in terms of good and bad. You can do whatever you want. Be the person that you want to be. But know that you're going to reap the results of that. You can't not. If you want to experience your world in terms of good and bad, left and right, up and down, male and female, Republican and Democrat, then go ahead. I'm not saying that that's bad. <laughs> I'm just saying you're going to experience life a certain way, and it's going to lead to a, a very specific outcome. And if you're happy with that outcome, then who am I to say that your outcome is bad? If you're not happy with that outcome and you decide to keep doing that, I think I might call that insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. But most of us do. We do the same thing over and over again. We buy into our thoughts over and over again without realizing that that might be the problem. You ever let somebody be them without having to judge them or think about it? Try it. It's weird. Someone can be what I would perceive as a total idiot right in front of me. And I might think, wow, that person's a total idiot. Or I could just watch them and observe and move on and not become attached to what they just did and then think about it for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> it's amazing. Good, bad. I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up. I hope it was interesting. Um, if, it, if it wasn't, then sorry it was bad. <laughs> but I, will, uh, I look forward to talking to you all again soon. I hope you are all having a fantastic week. The show is over and you are still listening? My goodness, you are a true spiritual life pal. We want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to join your spiritual life pals. If you haven't already, we would so appreciate it if you would subscribe to us and review the show. To join the Spiritual Life Pals community, join our Facebook or Instagram at Spiritual Life Pals or our Twitter at Spirit Life Pals. 
If you have any questions or insights that you would like for us to share on our podcast, please leave us a voicemail on our website at spirituallifepals.com or message us on any of the social media platforms I just mentioned. We appreciate you and we will talk to you again soon. Thank you.